what Shopify says you can sell anywhere? Oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. So, Moxie, it's that time of uh, something we've been talking about for a long time now. And I think it's time for us to come clean to the people who have been following us. I think that that's very important. You know, we've amassed quite a social media following. We've amassed quite a fan base. And I think that being honest and truthful with the people that love you is important. So what do you want to tell them? Well, you know what I want to tell them. You're just as much you're just as much as a problem in this as I. Uh, Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't know that I would say that. I I 100 percent. I 100 percent agree with what I'm saying right now. Well, of course you do. You're saying it. Of course. Uh, and what I say is correct. So, Moxie, I think it's time for us to come 100% clean with these people. Yes, I agree. Should we say it on three? Let's say it. All right. One, two, two three. April, April Fools! All right, you're listening to You're My Best Friend. I'm Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And one of us are best friends with the other. We're not sure who yet. Yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. Give us a while. Give us about at least... Like 12 episodes. I was going to say 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, by then we should know who, who's best friends with who. Okay. Uh, whom? Whom? Who's? Who, who's just... <laughs> we, can, we can speak. Whomst? Your your mom is listening to this right now being like, I taught her better. Yeah, she's going to text me soon, probably. I teached her better. <laughs> You're my best friend is a podcast journal of the life and tacos of Maxian, Ruben J, and friends. Join them as they search for the true friendship and the best tacos. They like tacos. Mmm, que rico. Tacos. <clears throat> now, here are your hosts, Moxian and Ruben J. And we just pulled an April Fool's joke on an April Fool's joke, Moxie. Woo! That was that was amazing. I feel like I feel like we have crossed into a line of of pop culture relevancy yeah. that only major corporations have done. Oh yeah, I uh, that was exhilarating. We should do it again next year. Next, I have a, I have the perfect plan for next year's. Uh, I was going to say Thanksgiving. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I have the perfect plan for next year's April Fools, and I'll tell you about it when we're off the air. Perfect. But you're listening to You're My Best Friend. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie M. And we are here to entertain you people. Moxie, welcome to your podcast. Oh, Ruben, welcome to your podcast. It's a pleasure to have us here. <laughs> it it no. is a pleasure to have us. We are the best podcast guests in the world. 
The best. The absolute best. Oh, so good. Great. The most beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we just want to take a minute and welcome people to our podcast. This starting of this podcast has been a journey unlike any other I've experienced before. Uh, Ruben, how... Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I would love to. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you, Ruben, rate the journey of starting this podcast? A 24. 24? Yes, a 24. That's beautiful. So um, Ruben and I have been friends. I think we just hit our five-year friendiversary, huh? Here's a funny story about the word friendiversary. Before we jump into this podcast, I created the word friendiversary. You did? Yes. I was saying it long before it became Facebook's official thing, and over the years, people have hijacked my word. I demand to become a bajillionaire. Well, what the heck, man? Maybe that's the purpose of this podcast. I am going to sue Mark Zuckerberg. Have fun with that. Well, yeah. I am going to very quickly unaffiliate myself with you. And <laughs> it's too late. It's already all over the internet. Oh no. We're we're on the Google Play Store, Moxie. Yes, we official, man. We'll talk about that some other time. Let me tell the story of our podcast. Yeah, let's get to the story. So, um about five years ago, Ruben and I met. I thought he was weird. He thought I was weird for two different reasons. And we've been friends ever since then. Um, and, you know, the first time that I went on Ruben's radio show, I don't even remember what it was called at the time. You've had a couple of different. Don't tell people that. No, but that's good. You've had every time you've gone a new place, you've invited me to come on your show. And every single time I come on your show, we have just a spectacular time. Wait, and it's fun. Oh, entirely, like so much fun, it shouldn't be legal. And I don't um, think it is in almost 49 states. Oh, man. Uh, we should start running. No, we're in a state where it's legal. It's California. Everything's legal in California. Oh, cool. I thought you were going to say denial because I am constantly in a state of denial and insanity. Back to the topic at hand. Every time I went on your show, it was amazing. And about two years ago, Ruben started introducing me to the wonderful world of tacos and teaching this very small white girl, how to taco over tacos. You know, we started talking about, um, like at first it was just a joke and then it became a real thing. And it might've been a joke to you, but it was always a real thing to me. Well, everything is a joke to me. This is true. it, It makes life better and more fun. If you can laugh at literally everything about a month ago, Ruben and I went for tacos and we were joking about something. I don't remember what it was. And he said this catchphrase that, Immediately after he said it, he was like, that would be a great name for a podcast. And okay, so- I got to correct that. I got to correct that. I, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it, it was a mutual thing. Yeah, both of us. I said the first part and you said the second part. Yeah. So it's really it's a group effort with the two of us. It's a, it's a, te- it's a team project. Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember what we were talking about, but you said it's not racist. And I said, it's just ignorant. Exactly. And exactly. we both laughed very hard. And then Ruben was like, that would be an amazing name for a podcast. And I was like, yes, it would be. So I wrote it down. And then a week after that, he texted me. I was driving up to see a venue and he texted me and he said, what was the name of that thing that we said the other night? So I sent it to him and he started sending, he made it this like, like script font, curly, swoopy graphic, uh, yeah, that, girl. Of, yeah, of it's not racist, it's just ignorance and sent it to me. And then you came up with another name. And I don't remember what that one was. This is uh, podcast. This is podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came up with 
you're my best friend. And it was actually that original graphic that we posted on our Facebook page. And I, I looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so wholesome and wonderful. And I said, I love it. And Ruben said, I'm going to make a Facebook page. And I was like, ha ha, okay. And then I got out of my meeting an hour later and discovered that you had actually made a Facebook page. And we got like 120 likes and like, Four hours or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So our goal was if we got 500 likes on Facebook, then we would actually do a test episode. And, well, here we are. So so this is technically a, our test episode. Technically. Technically speaking, but we, we, we have plans to do more than just this. Oh, we like, have so many plans. As of right now, we at least have plans to do an episode two that should be up a week from today. Yeah. Should. Hopefully. Hopefully. Please pray for us. Yeah. Pray for Moxie. Yeah, mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moxie, I'm, I'm so happy that you trusted me with this, uh, with this venture. We are going to be all over the place. People need to uh, seriously go to thebestfriendshow.com, click on email sign up, and sign up for our emailing list because we are yes. going to be sending out some email blasts. We're going to be doing – we might even have a taco party over the summer at some point uh, where we're going to invite people to come out and have tacos with us yes. uh, if we get enough people who are interested in doing something like that. So you want to be on our mailing list. It's going to be really awesome. We have a great first guest for this podcast. And just just to kind of tell people what the podcast is about, we're not going to have a guest every single week. We, you know, we might have a guest most weeks. We might not. It might just be Mox and I talking for an hour. Yeah. You know, who knows? You know, like – Moxie and I are going to do life together as friends, and we're going to let you, the listeners, in on on those conversations that we're having. Uh, sometimes it might be real, it might be funny, it might be really funny occasionally, but it'll never be fake. Amen. We are not fake podcast. Fake, uh, fake pod, not fake news. Well, we're not news. We're not going to talk. Well, maybe. I mean, we're we're not really news though. So the news uh, of our friendship. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, well, it's not going to be fake. That's a, basically what I'm saying is this is not – this isn't a podcast where we're going to, you know, be scripted or try to – we're not going to try to be funny. We're just going to be funny. Yeah. Everything that you're going to hear on this podcast is happening uh, in our heads as we speak, which is somewhat terrifying. Uh, the scary part about this is even when we're not recording, this stuff just comes out. I know. It actually comes out better when we're not recording. <laughs> So we're going to walk around now with just microphones. Cameras on us 24-7. Yeah, cameras on us 24-7, and we are going to uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to capture some of the best. All right, Moxie, do you want to talk about who our first guest is? Yes, I would love to talk about our first guest. So our first guest, she is uh, from Orange County, California. She is somebody I have had the pleasure, absolute pleasure of knowing for over seven years now. Um, she is somebody who wore shiny pants one time and it has never been forgotten. And she is one of my very, very best friends in the whole entire world. And I'm so excited to introduce you to her after this short commercial break. Look at you being a professional (laughs) and look at me ruining it. (laughs) All right. We're going to go to commercial break, but first we'd like to thank our, our official sponsor of the show. For this episode, Pure VPN. Uh, Moxie, I I haven't been completely honest with you about this stuff, but Uh we'll go into details later on. But basically, I put us in some debt. Uh, Pure VPN is going to help us get out of it. 
Well, that's good. Thank you for telling me. I have a lot to process over this break. <laughs> yeah, so we have about two minutes to process oh. our debt. But everybody, head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash peer VPN, all lowercase, peer VPNs, all lowercase. Uh, by going to that link, you get the chance to get a, a, a virtual private network for 74% off when you sign up for a two-year subscription. So 74% off. That's an incredible deal. You mean Pure VPN doesn't stand for Pure Virtual Personality Network? No. not. not do you know what a VPN is, Moxie? What is a VPN? A VPN is like a, fire, like a, like a firewall for your internet browsing. So basically, when you're at a Starbucks and you happen to be uh, on, on their Wi-Fi shopping on Amazon, you turn on Pure VPN and it protects all the information that you're typing into, into your browser. So people who are at Starbucks trying to steal your information will not have access to your credit cards. So I can go to Starbucks and spend our money, but other people will not be able to access it. Multimediamouth.com forward slash Pure VPN, all lowercase for 74% off a two-year subscription. Well, you know, if there's, if there's anybody who I want spending my money, it's you and nobody else. Multimediamouth.com forward slash Pure VPN, all lowercase, 74% off uh, two-year subscription. Moxie, I'm signing you up for one. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. All right, so we have, we have a special guest today. Um, our very first guest. Yes. Very first special guest. Uh, do you want to introduce how we know each other on this one? How all of us individually know each other? or well, More importantly, how you know this, this particular person. Well, it's kind of a funny story. Um, about seven I, years ago. I better ago, laugh. Yeah, so seven years ago. Seven, we're going to go all the way back. Seven years ago. We started a girl band together, and just 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 to clarify, she's not talking about me and Moxie. She's talking about me, uh, Moxie and yeah. the guest. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a part of this. Well, but then, like a like two years after that, you met her and and you nicknamed her Shiny Pants for no particular reason. Which. To this day, I still call her shiny pants, and I don't think she's ever worn that pair of pants. Ever no, again. I, I don't. I don't think she has. We'll talk about that here in a second. Please welcome to "You're My Best Friend," Moxie's best friend, Sydney Allen. Hello. Are we best friends? Yes, of course. Okay, cool. So you guys, you should do Moxie and Influence together. Yes. Yes. There we was did. there was a ton of drama. Well, and, really? and, only, a, and, only a little drama. And and Sydney Sydney threw a guitar at Moxie, and you guys broke up. Yes, but but the guitar throwing was live at a music video filming session, so it was okay. No, I, I'm totally joking. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the guys, you guys haven't released music in a while together. You're working on some solo music, which we'll get to in a second. Yes. Uh, we need to know right now. I need to know. Will there be an MXI reunion? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. You're asking us to I mean, I know you guys haven't had a chance to talk about it or anything, but I figure the best way... To, for this podcast to get traction right out the bat <laughs> is to get people talking about the fact that we talked about an MXI reunion. We did talk about an MXI reunion. Yeah. If the time is right, then it'll happen. Yeah. That's it. So vague. Well, that's that's kind of the point. <laughs> so there is an MXI reunion in the works. I didn't say that. <laughs> but... If the time is right, it'll happen. Yeah. We didn't there, say there isn't, but we didn't say there is. Yes, exactly. 
So fall 2020. <laughs> the full band, the, the original band, the, the second generation, third generation? That, um. MXI <laughs> S4? MXI S2. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sydney, welcome to the show. Thank you. What's going on? Nothing. It's a great day in the neighborhood. Yes. So let's let's talk about what you've been working on because you've been doing some incredible things. People, if people haven't followed you on on social media, you're constantly posting some really cool stuff. Uh, you're doing guitar lessons. You're mm-hmm. writing an EP. You're getting ready to record it. You're doing the whole nine yards. Uh, what what do you do like just in, just in between recording sessions? What do you do during the week? Like, what's your day job? When can I get coffee with you? <laughs> Anytime. Mornings. Okay. Mornings. Morning. <laughs> yeah, when I'm when I'm sleeping. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, day to day, I mean, I, I play guitar all day, which is awesome. And I enjoy that. Um, I teach guitar when I'm not just writing music. And then in between, I'm learning songs to play live. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's just play guitar all day, which is awesome. I'm grateful for it. And I think it's it's cool to have that. But... Um, yeah, just teach guitar. Um, I work with Fender as well, and then just writing my own music. And that's what I like in general is songwriting. So the point of you know kind of putting out this new EP will kind of boost something. You know, that we're not we're not talking about the EP yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I want to learn how to play twelve string guitar. That's really easy. Don't tell me that. It is really easy. I want to learn. Really. How, I want. I want to play. How to, I want to learn how to play each individual string. It's not. It's not as hard as you think, really. Can you play a little bit of regular guitar, like six string guitar? Yeah. Yeah, you can play yeah. twelve string. Don't tell me that. You can. Don't tell me that. Oh, I brought a twelve string with me. It's in the car. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was actually, I was slightly, I was slightly excited. Sorry, I don't own a twelve string. Um, sorry. No hotel California today. Oh. Is that on a twelve string or or stairway? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know sorry. that. You learn something new every day. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely you can definitely play twelve string. Just so you know. Me, so, me personally, or anyone? You totally can. Because since you know six-string guitar, you can play 12-string. I mean, I don't play six-string well. <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't do anything well. doesn't matter. Well, but 12-string kind of just makes it better. So if you don't play six-string well, you add six more strings, and it sounds good. Wait, doesn't that make you half as good as you were with the six-string guitar? This is getting really spiritual. Great transition. That's Yeah, that was awesome. So, Sydney, just... Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for coming out here today. Thanks for hanging out. Um, yeah, thank you for hanging out. The whole concept of this podcast is we want to spend time with people who we consider our best friends and like kind of let people into that friendship and um, help That's them cool. see yeah help them see like the real person. And um, so I want one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was actually something that I think a lot of people would find fun, which is how we became friends. <laughs> so. The, are you okay with us talking yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah, okay. Whatever, it's not yeah. like a secret. Remember that one time a guy posted on Facebook and he was like, "I heard they were like sisters." <laughs> <laughs> that are. was not me. Are you sure? Yes. Positive? No. Okay. <laughs> but we are like sisters. Yeah. And I think it's cool, and I remember the the day we met, and we were, you know, I I was kind of creating. We were teenagers. Let me say that. I, yeah. I could have. I don't know how old I was, but I was a teenager. You were really young. Yeah. And so we were just making a band as teenagers do in music, and um, you know, we auditioned you, and you nailed it. I remember right then and there, I was about to be like, yeah, you're you're in, you're in this band, <laughs> but I want to check with the rest of the band first, <laughs> and then. Um, but I remember we were talking, and, and we were talking, and you're like, I I like the same bands as you do, and I was like, yeah. this is this is weird. Like at first, I was like, what? Yeah, same. And then I realized that we're just we're just sisters, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know. 
and we finally got to meet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember before I came to the band audition, my dad, like, stalking everybody on Facebook, <laughs> and he looked you up on Facebook, and he was like, whoa, this girl has all these bands on her Facebook page. <laughs> Dude, this, these are the bands that you like. And so I thought you were just like the coolest person in the world. And then I met you in real life and I went, oh, she's cool. <laughs> no, I was going to say, oh, she's cooler in real life. You realized I'm an actual dork and a nerd. And, uh, I thought you were so cool. And then I met you. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> no. Really fun, well, yeah. I promised I would make you laugh. So. Yeah. Well, uh, show's over. Uh, that's all I needed. It was just a good laugh. No, well, one of the things that I always was was really impressed with uh, with you guys in, in the band, but particularly you, um, was that there was a, some sort. There was no matter what iteration of the band too, because you guys went through a couple different stages of members, and right. you know you went through uh, the, the first phase, which I was lucky enough to be a part. You know, see. And, and watch. I wasn't. I wasn't in the band. I was never in the band. Uh, although I do take credit for writing all your guys' hits. Um, hey, 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 hey. Mainly Vampire Valentine. Yeah. That, so that was. I wrote that. Um, and Our hit. So, <laughs> Great. Uh, but you know, there was always a connection between the two of you that seemed to super, you know seemed to surpass the yeah. rest of the band. Like, yeah. like the two of you. And this isn't a, a slight on any of the members of the bands in the past because most of them I'm still friendly with. Uh, I'll let people digest what <laughs> one. I'll let people digest what that means. Uh, but you know, the two of you guys always seem to connect on stage, and mm. your guitar playing on stage was always probably the best I've ever seen. Yes. And, and regardless of the level, I mean, I've seen some great guitar players, and I'll put you up there with some of my favorite guitar players. I won't drop any names. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but your stage presence is, is incredible, and always has been. Um, what, what, for you, what, what drives that? Like, is there, are you just into the music so much that you're just like, yeah, like, I don't care, you know, what I look like on stage, I'm going to rock out, have fun, have a good time, and hopefully everyone else having a good time? Or is there, like, choreography that you think of in your head in advance? Not necessarily. I mean, you, you got it on point with the first, you know, the first comment. I mean, it's just about, you know, we're here to put on a show. You know, I always thought if, if our fans want to just listen to our songs that they like, uh, they would just go home and turn on their, you know, iTunes or whatever and listen to it. Yeah. But they came to see us and they came to see a show and I want them walking away, you know, happy with that, that yeah. they saw us live. And, and I think having having our friendship really helped with that because, you know, we can kind of go up there and, and really actually without even thinking about it, Moxie and I think <laughs> of the same things at the same time. Yeah. So we can kind of look at each other and go, oh, I know, I know what you're about to do and I can step back or the same thing, like she knows yeah. I'm going to step forward. Or I know she's about to say something right now. So it's interesting, and I think it comes into play with the best friend thing. But yeah, it's all about just putting on a good show. Good show and having fun, and I think the performing aspect is within both of us. And I think once we step on there, we're two completely different people. Like I said, you know, I'm like, I'm a huge dork. And I think we, we both are. We're, like, very dorky. You know, we like books Definitely. and everything. And so, really. Well, it's important that you get to, you get along off stage yeah. too. And, and so I think, you know, when we go on stage, we kind of become these different, you know, people as performers. And then we get off and we're like, hi, we're like these nice, bubbly people. But yeah. we go on stage and we try to rock it. Yeah, and if you guys have never had the chance to meet either you know moxie or sydney you know one of the things that that impressed me was that neither one of you ever 
walked around thinking you, you're a street don't smell. You know, like you guys would walk around and you would introduce yourselves. Like you wouldn't wait for people to come to you. You'd go and you'd talk to people and like you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, come meet us at the merch table. <laughs> you know, where so many other bands in the scene are like, yeah, we'll be at the merch table for like five minutes. You know, come buy something and maybe I'll sign it. Maybe I'll take a picture with you. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like, you're not, you know, you're not that great. You guys were never like that. You guys, you know, it was really interesting to see that because you guys were like kick-ass, badass, you know, rocker chicks on stage. <laughs> And then I know you guys personally, and I'm like, okay, they're total nerds. Like, <laughs> like they look badass, but like, they're not. You know, like does that makes sense. Yes. Like, no, like, I like totally not, n- not in like, in, like, not like in a way that's right. like insulting. It's just like you guys put on a good show, and you're totally approachable, which right. is how we became friends. Yes. Because because I came and I talked to you, <laughs> and we were nice about it. And you were just like, oh, I guess I'll just let them call me Shiny Pants. <laughs> Oh, no. Are we going to talk about that now? Do you want to? Uh, not or, necessarily. Or... I just have to say, I wore these pants one time. They were shiny. And, and for all you know, I have a sparkly guitar, and that's cool. But they were these these uh, shiny pants that I wore, silver shiny pants. I wore them once. I didn't I didn't think I necessarily photographed well in them, and so I never wore them again. And Ruben continues to call me shiny pants yep. since that day. The one time I wore those pants. Send me shiny pants. So so let's, let's back up a little bit, <laughs> even a little bit more than that, just about half an hour before that. Um, before before shiny pants. Or, no, no, oh, before oh, shiny okay. pants. Uh, I remember that day pretty vividly. It was, I believe, December of 2014. January. I have no idea. It was, okay. No, it was definitely okay. January. Okay, so so January 2014. Do you think? Yeah. No. It was yeah, a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was a Saturday. Yes. It was about 5:45 in the evening. How I'm do you remember just, what you time remember? it was, but not what month it was? Because I, I remember, I remember the call time for me was like 5:30. Oh, okay. Um, what was your part in this, Ruben? I was, I was the MC of this event, uh, School Zone Tours, I think it was called at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stan uh, had reached out to, I, I reached out to Stan, or Stan reached out to me, and I was like, "Yo, I talk professionally into microphones. How about I come and talk professionally into your microphone at a show?" And like introduce people, you know. And he was like, at first he was like, no. He was like, <laughs> he was like no. we usually have Stan on the show, by the way, and we can talk about this. Yes. But Stan was like, Later. no, like I need I need to figure out who you are first. Right. And then he went and he watched stuff on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth, uh, and oh saw gosh. some of my interviews I did. And he was like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's like, you, I trust you 100%. <laughs> and so I showed up, and the, my first show at the Vault was one of the shows that you guys were on. That was actually our first show at the Vault too. Which yeah. is pretty which funny is, yeah and it's been five it was five years ago uh as of last january which is how we remember because that was our friend of our friend anniversary yeah oh okay was recently oh okay that makes sense yeah so uh oh that does make sense uh and <laughs> and i just remember like I, I i don't i remember all i remember was calling you shiny pants and even though you introduced yourself and you told me what your name was i don't think i remembered your name oh, for no. at least seven months after that <laughs> all oh right well gosh. that's okay <laughs> that's okay i probably would have done the same thing so i i seriously because every time i saw you i called you shiny pants right you know, I think that's a word association trick. I think I was learning about that in a class the other day. Well, it's right. so so not to go too far in the weeds on this. It's you know it's important you know when you meet someone to say their name multiple times in a conversation. Right. You know, so it's hi, my name is you know if I'm being you, hi, my name is Sydney, and then I have to think to myself, so Sydney, what do you do? Right. So Sydney, tell me more about yourself. So sit, and then at that point, but I called you shiny pants so many times throughout the evening. <laughs> no. Did you do kind of like a Michael Scott kind of like reference where he just kind of picks words and. 
Sydney shiny pants. Sure. Yeah. I, no, I, you're not watching I, Office. No. All right, never mind. I understand. Yes, you. Moxie understands me right now. <laughs> Have you watched Friends? Yes. Okay, so if you and I start talking Friends lingo, she won't understand us. No. Have you watched How I Met Your Mother? No. Have you? Yes. So you, Okay, so we all have our own little thing <laughs> okay, here. Okay, is there one thing that all three of us have watched? Parks and Rec? No. Oh, God, yes. no. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sydney's um, so like, I thought we were talking about music. Here we are talking yeah, about television. Yeah, we're talking about television. Um, I don't know what else I watched. I'm trying to think what else yeah. there is. Uh, I mean, the most important show in the world oh. is Friends. Really? Oh, what yeah. What about Grey's Anatomy? Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, God, Anatomy. no. <gasps> I'm walking out of here. I'm out oh. of here. I'm oh, I got the important part of the interview. <laughs> I might leave, too, actually. Can I'm I leaving. go with her? <laughs> okay, well, you owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> well, How much do I owe you? We'll talk about that during a commercial. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so you have a new EP coming out. Yes. Let's talk about the important stuff. As much as we like reminiscing. Right. Um, and we'll reminisce some more. And I hope you come back on the show at some point. I hope you invite me back. <laughs> you have an you have an you have an open invitation. Okay. Yeah. You're you're the unofficial third name. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Is that like a silent PH kind of thing or No, 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 no. It's like so like you're like the fifth beetle. Yeah, I know. I don't know how I feel about that when you just told me that. Does that mean that she's the producer? Sure. <laughs> no, like you you have an open invite. Like okay. you, anytime you want to come on, anytime you have new music coming out, cool. you know, as long as we have a show still. Yeah. Which, as of right now, I'm not sure if we still do. <laughs> One episode in. As of 12.02 on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, so you're always welcome. Uh, but let's talk about imperfect? Yes. Unperfect. Imperfect. Imperfectionist. Yes. <laughs> imperfect. I need to be not a perfectionist, basically. <laughs> imperfect is the name of the new EP. Yeah. That... Uh, you're currently doing an Indiegogo campaign for. Yes, currently crowdfunding for, yeah. Um, this episode comes out in eight days. So when this episode comes out, you'll have, what, another eight days left on the campaign? Yeah, something like that. I okay. mean, don't ask me to do math, but... Um, <laughs> Was, wasn't <laughs> asking <do> you. <laughs> Can't do it. So something like that, but yeah, we'll have we'll have some days left. Okay. And as of right now, you're at 25%. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about what, what you give people. Yes, yeah, so uh, when you support, uh, you can get CDs, we have T-shirts... Um, we have a whole bunch of digital downloads that you can get, um, no matter what you support, you know, no matter which package you choose or whatever you choose, um, you'll get the new song strengthen me that you'll hear on the video. Um, I'll just send it to you whether we reach the goal or not, you get that song. Nice. So, and I think that's cool. Cause I know everybody's been kind of yeah. looking for new music, which by the way, Moxie Ann is singing on. So she's yes, singing and on I want to, I want to ask you about that song in a little bit too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so we have all that. And if we, if we reach the goal, then, then we'll head to the studio and cause we have funding to go into the studio and record and put it all together, print CDs, print t-shirts. Um, cause all of that added together can be very expensive. If you scroll down, you can look and see how expensive it is. The budget. Um, yeah. Yes. And so, I mean that I could do by myself, but again, it, it'll take quite yeah. a while. So that's why I'm kind of calling to the fans to kind of see if we could do this. And if we don't reach the goal, then everyone gets a refund. So no risk, no risk here. But if we get it, it'll be super fun. Super fun. I yeah. mean, it'll be great. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really hoping that you get, you, you reach your goal. I hope so too. I'm reaching. I'm. <laughs> I'm hoping so too. Yeah. Mainly because I want. I want to hear this music. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's cool to reach a Indiegogo or, or GoFundMe or whatever you know campaign goal, right. but I think 
for me, it's like, dude, I want to hear. No offense to Moxie, I want to hear Sydney without Moxie. <laughs> I want to. I want to know that. I want to know. I get it. I'll leave. No, well, <laughs> no, no. Moxie will be there too on, on some of the songs. Yeah, too, yeah. No, 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 I love I'm, her, but yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like, you know, I've I'm a big fan of like solo projects, you know, from band Good. like like bands <laughs> breaking out and doing their own thing. You know, uh, and I know Moxie's doing her own thing as well. You're you're gonna have an EP out, right. or coming out. Coming out. Um, you know, so I've always I'm always interested. Like when when Creed broke up, I was looking to the Scott Stapp solo project. You know, so I'm I'm always I've always been really interested to see what, so, what members do. You know, on their own. But you don't. Are you a singer? No, I I I mean I sing backups, but and only just to add to it. But that's kind of it. So I usually call to singer friends, and if I like somebody's voice, then I go, hey come in the studio let's record something let's write something and i think it's the collective of everybody coming together and writing something is that what you're doing on the cp that's what we're doing on the ep so you're going to hear a few singers on this one and i won't name everyone but you'll definitely hear moxie on (laughs) (laughs) i can tell you that yeah so we'll hear some different singers some different voices and we'll um you know it won't be all rock we'll have some kind of ballady songs we'll have you know something different but it'll be cool to kind of you know, you you'll hear from the from the Moxie days or MXI days, it'll be a little bit more mature. You know. Yeah. Because we've grown since then. I talked to my agent yesterday. You have an agent? Yes, I do. This is news to me. And he said that there was not an offer for me to be featured on your EP. <laughs> I'm I'm very disappointed. Well, we we got to be funded first, and then I can map everything out and figure out what we can do. I have. You're welcome I have, to come in. The studio I have one dollar. Great. That's wonderful. That's the, I you need get it. a single. She will send you a single. Oh, well, wait, hold up. Yeah, you're handing me your card. I right. just gave you my credit card. Oh, dang. Um, it's getting real. <laughs> can I have that back, please? It's, it's, it's maxed out anyways. <laughs> um, so how many songs are you going to have on the CP? We're going to have five songs. Five songs. Yep. So how many songs is Moxie going to be on? We will decide soon. Yeah. I'm not sure. At least two. We know at least we're still two. In, we're still in the audition round. <laughs> <laughs> Is she going to Hollywood? <laughs> Who's going to be on the other songs? I know you said you're not going to tell me. I'm but not going to tell you, but some fantastic voices. Can you, can can you hint? No. I can't hint. I can't hint to it because I think it'll be really cool if it's a little bit of a surprise. Are they big names, small names, somewhere I'm in between? Not gonna I'm not going to tell you. Miles Kennedy? Female vocals. I can tell you that. Okay, so not Miles Kennedy. <laughs> no, female <laughs> vocals, yeah, yeah. Just because I want to stay true to just kind of that that girl female, power. Yeah, female fronted vibe, you know, yeah. just kind of that. I think it's cool, you know, I'm kind of Paramore sounding, but you know, some rock and roll behind it, metal. Yeah. You know, so I think it'd be cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's some really cool female fronted acts out there right now. Um, and Sydney and I, I'm not going to reveal anything either, but Sydney and I have been talking about some potential options for people to sing on the EP, and I don't know where she is, but... I have I'm, a great falsetto, just I, FYI. <laughs> and I've grown my hair out. <laughs> we will need a choir, so you can come in to the studio. Yeah, definitely. I will be the person that you put in a separate vocal booth. Oh, no! <laughs> and pretend the microphone's on. Well, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> you just ask me to leave. No! to you but yeah lots of people definitely want to you know come in and contribute and kind of help out yeah. and so everyone's welcome if, if if we reach the goal everyone's come to the studio with us and yeah. it'll be fun i would like to if it's okay with you play part of your song yeah okay yeah you, you bet so so, so so um i'm gonna also contribute to the, to the indiegogo thank you yeah no um, you can play it but i'm gonna play part of it here cool and then when we come back from 
about three seconds because that's all I can afford to pay for. You can play more uh, of it. You don't have to play just three seconds. <laughs> play the whole song. Uh, Who cares? Play the whole my, song. <laughs> my lawyer said I'm only allowed to play three seconds of music. Uh, well, when we come back, Moxie will uh, ask some questions about the song they yeah. did together. It's really weird to say that. I'm going to ask her about the about song, our that song that we wrote. Yeah. That we wrote together. <laughs> all right, cool. This but I also want to talk to you about the EP and about okay, some cool. of what you're planning. Yeah. Cool. So this is uh, a little preview of Strengthen Me yes. by Sydney Ellen featuring Moxie and the Influence. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Why'd you say that? <laughs> it's the reunion. No. Um, no. Okay. okay. This is Strengthen Me by Sydney Ellen featuring Moxie Ann. Sydney, um, so tell me a little bit about what inspired that song in the very beginning. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, because we kind of, these lyrics came about, you know, we went back and forth on our reasonings, but um, I always liked the idea of kind of like the fairy tale mm-hmm. concept of like our princess and, and being locked in a tower like we see in yeah. so many movies. And um, so I thought it would be cool to, to kind of go, well, what if the princess doesn't wait for her prince and she just breaks herself out of the tower? So I thought that was kind of a cool way to go about it. And we get the, you know, we have female vocals and I thought it kind of lined up. So yeah. we kind of based our lyrics over that. But you contributed as well. So you can, you know, add Well, to yeah, it. but also I, I know having written with you, written, wrote? I don't know. <laughs> words. Having written with you for so long, I know that whenever you... In the past, whenever you've contributed lyrically, it's always been like the most descriptive storytelling lyrics. Thank you. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to write, you know, good lyrics, but yeah. Yeah. But when, you know, I was thinking of stuff for this song and I started thinking of stuff and my brain just wasn't working and then you were like, hey, how about this idea? It was really, really cool. Yeah. We went, we went back and forth quite a bit. We weren't quite sure where we were going to go with it. And then we had a few ideas and, and kind of a love story, so yeah. to say. And then... I remember just sitting down one night and I was like, you know what? What if we take, took it in this direction and it and it kind of went went yeah. from there. Yeah. Um. So, being a female in the rock industry, and we've also talked about this. I feel like I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> just talk. Yeah. No, but podcasting 101. Just talk. Oh, oh good. <laughs> you should sell that. Um. No, but having written with you and knowing the person that you are, I want to kind of have you explain that to some of the people listening and just talk about what's your inspiration for doing music and and what do you want what's the message that you want to convey to young girls listening to your music that is a really tough question that's a big question to think i know of. it is um, yeah mainly mainly i'm doing this just because i'm a songwriter and i like to write music i enjoy when we're, when you and I are sitting in the studio yeah. and all of a sudden it comes together and we hear these drums inside of the song and we hear <laughs> your you step into the vocal booth and it all of a sudden starts to come together I'm like 
this is awesome. You've we've worked with schedules, we've worked with you know yeah. lyrics going you know the way we don't want them to go. Uh, you know, retracking guitars, all this stuff, all this mess, and finally you come together and you see this cohesive song. I that's really cool to me. You know, when I when I'm yeah. sitting there. Um, and plus, just coming together and writing a good rock song that you can play in your car, play really loud. You know, that's all we want. And I think that's all anybody wants, you know, with rock and roll. So yeah. that's it. And as far as, you know, just um, all the all the female musicians out there, it's, you know, just do what makes you happy. That's yeah. all. That's why I'm doing this. I, you know, in the end, I just kind of want to write music and I want everybody to enjoy it as well. So that's it. Nothing crazy behind <laughs> it. <laughs> just the love of music. Yeah. Love of music and, and, and rock and roll, writing good songs and writing fun songs. So. Yeah. Yeah. And for as long as I've known you, you have been just completely 100% dedicated to music and like committed to making it happen. It's an obsession. I don't know. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. It's just uh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I, I figure if I don't do it, then I'm not I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. And, and I could write songs till the day I die. And that's fine with me. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that helped us become friends is that you were a perfectionist about <laughs> no but <laughs> now the shade it's comes. a curse it's a curse as well <laughs> i mean it, it's good because i pay attention to detail but yeah yeah it's, it's cool but then at the same time i stress over little things that probably don't matter but mm. i've learned to let go of it and yeah. so i think i think that's why moxie and i we balance each other out you know, yeah. I'll turn to her and I'll, while we're in the studio, you know, and, and time is of the essence in the studio and you're sitting there and I go, Moxie, do you think this is okay? And she just goes, yeah, yeah, sounds great. And I'm like, all right, cool. Lay, lay back. We're good. You know, so it's good. I always like to, I think that's why I always have her sing all my songs. I'm like, I like to have you there to help me just in case I'm panicking. Pro- producer Moxie. I'll come in anyway. Yeah. I'll come in. I'll come in and then the, this other chick will be in the vocal booth and I'll be like, Sydney. She needs to. She's <laughs> flat. No, no, don't say that. She's gonna be like, no, no, no. That's not how you do it. This is how you do it. And then just take over. This is how Moxie does it. Do it that way. <laughs> no, also too, like you have to remember, I haven't really worked with other, you know, vocalists, so it's yeah. it's a little bit, you know, kind of scary for me to do that and, yeah. and, and trust others. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. For a second, because sure. I'm I'm learning through this experiment mm-hmm. that we're doing, you and I, yeah. and I keep using the word experiment, and, and I know like <laughs> you gave me a hard really time. Sounds really sketchy. But, but you know, what, I, what I mean by that is, is the experimental part of it is Moxie being a podcast host. Cool. You know? You're working with new singers. You're working with new people. You're, you're branching out. You know, Moxie and I are working together for the first time in this capacity, and we're learning, you know, the do's and don'ts and, you know, how much of a perfectionist she is and how much of a perfectionist I am not. You know, I'm the complete opposite. I'm just like, let's just get it done. You know, and she's just like, well, you know, I would like to look like this and like to do this and want to do that. You know, how do you, you know, as a, you know, songwriter, guitar player, essentially a leader of this project, how are you going to be able to, or how do you plan on working with people who maybe you've never worked with before and handling situations where they come in and they're just like, yeah, sounds good to me. And you're just like, no, it's not what I want. Like, how do you plan on working yeah. with different personalities? Uh, I don't know. That's going to be a, a good challenge <laughs> for me because, you know, Moxie's really good at when I say, like, oh, hey, let's do that one more time. Or, or let's we got to change this little part. Right on the spot, she's like, all right, cool. But she knows it's for the good of the song. It's not a, yeah. it's not like a, hey, I don't like your vocals. It's a, hey, in this song, this is going to work the best. Yeah. So it's tough. And like and like you said, you're like laid back, but at the same time, that can be, you know, for me, it's hindering because if I'm a perfectionist, I'm not, I'm going to be like, let's not release it until it's perfect. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's a tough thing to handle. But sometimes too, you have to go, you know, let's get the song out there yeah. so that it can be heard versus sitting back and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until it's not ready. Sometimes, you know, sometimes 
you know, laid back vocals is okay. You know, or yeah. laid back guitar is okay. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. Well, and so. Sydney, you are so great to work with, and you always have been because while you're a perfectionist, you're not a diva. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. That's my, you know, I, ho- I hope I, I'm not a mean person. I I really try not to be a mean person, so I think that helps <laughs> when I'm a perfectionist. But I'm not mean, so. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, because you can be a perfectionist and demand the best out of people. Yeah. Without being a diva about it and without you know without being mean about it you know like like you said hey can we do that one more time mm-hmm. even if it is the 500th time right. you've done that same line yeah. right. over and over and over again right. I've been there doing voiceovers and different things like it's like oh my god how many times can I say this word and it not sound the way I need it to sound right but but at the same time hearing that hey can we just do it one more time just, just one more time I think you know smile while you do it or whatever that on your end when you're there frustrated it helps you know, versus somebody yelling at you going, we need this one more time. This is your last chance. Kind I, of yell, thing, I yell back at them. Yell, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no. You so. Get what you get. You're not paying me enough, Sydney. I, I call everyone Don't Sydney. Don't say that. I call, everyone, <laughs> I call everyone Sydney. Okay. All my producers, I call them Sydney. Great. <laughs> Male or female. It works. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah works, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The guy's like, I'm Tom. I'm like, I don't care. Shut up, Sydney. <laughs> We're talking so much about the perfectionist aspect of being in the studio and creating something new and how difficult that is to wrestle with. But I want to ask you about the imperfect idea and where that came from. Mainly from from all of this, I think, you know, I need to be okay with not being perfect. And that's something, too, that I think, you know, a lot of us kind of deal with. The fact that we want want to wait till something is absolutely perfect. We want to wait till we have the right words to say or Mm -hmm. the, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. But is you got to be okay with it being imperfect there's there might be something on this ep that i'm like oh man you know but it's okay you know it's totally okay in the end so yeah i don't know if i'll let that happen actually i'll probably be very (laughs) be very (laughs) now that i'm thinking about it i'll probably be very like wanting it absolutely perfect so so it's okay to be imperfect as well the official title of the ep (laughs) is imperfect asterisk uh, no, it's not. It's 100% perfect. I did this perfectly. <laughs> to my standards. To yeah. my standards. <laughs> but it is really hard when you're creating things, when you're making new creative material, and there are so many different options for which way a song could go. Yeah. 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 And, you, and, and you really don't know. But in the end, it's a matter of, like, sometimes you might want to just take a day, step back, and listen to it again and go, do I like this? That's my thing. I'm like, do I like it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if not, then the answer is we got to change it. But if I'm cool with it, then. Yeah. And that can change from day to day, too. Oh, like, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I've worked with enough artists over the years to know that, like, one day they'll be like, oh, this, per- this is perfect, you know, and then they'll get a mix of it, play it in their car and be like, oh, my God, this sounds like trash, <laughs> you know, and then they go and they, they change it and like, oh, it's perfect. And then again, like the next day, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. a, it's a crazy cycle it's, that musicians go through. It's tough. And it's, and it's hard to, when you're in it, when you're in the studio and you hear it, you know, in that zone and then yeah. you, and then you're out of it and maybe it's been a day and you come back and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not in that heightened sense of adrenaline. Yeah, this is cool. You know, same thing when you're on stage for yeah. me, I'd be like, all right, cool. My guitar sound, tone sounds great. And I'd be having fun. And then I look back at the video and I'm like, oh, I got to adjust some stuff. That doesn't sound good. Not that anybody else thought that it was me. It was me thinking that going, oh, I don't like my guitar sound. But well, I've, I've been there too, where you guys have like been beating yourselves up on a show. <laughs> I think, I think one of the OC fair shows, you guys were like, oh my gosh. I think if there was like a technical, like it was technical hell or something, you know, like during soundcheck. In the big hangar stage? Or? I think so. 
Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. It was. I only went to the OC fair with you guys once or twice. I don't remember. Um, but I remember, for whatever reason, you guys were not happy with the show, and I'm just like, <laughs> everyone was having fun. It right. sounded great. Right. You know, and you guys were like, no, uh, I don't remember what the it's, problems were. But. It's tough, too. And at the same time, as, as as musicians and artists, as we both are, you know, we have to consider that if you're all hyped up about the show and you're like, that was awesome. This is the first time seeing this band. They're, they're amazing. And we come out and we're all, you know, bummed about it. That reflects on you. You know, if you you heard that, you'd be like, oh, man, like, that's kind of a bummer. Part, part, you of, know? Me, part of me is thinking, oh, if this is them on a bad day, I can't wait to hear them on a good day. <laughs> all right, good, good. Well, that's you know? great then. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, that's just me. Maybe that's the optimist in me, you know. Yeah, but it's tough to because you. It's hard to not reflect that outside, you know. So, but I, I want to. I was asking. I wanted to ask you this. So every artist I hear has a different form of what they listen back to what they're working on, and they have a different form of listening to it, and where they like, oh yeah, this is this is the sound. This is the final one, you know. I know Slash loves to to listen to the whole album. He likes to go on a drive. Mm-hmm. And he'll put the album in his car and he'll listen to it on a long drive. You know, and he'll, I don't know if he's taking notes or whatever, but he'll listen to it and get the vibe. I know a lot of people, all they need to do is record it and listen to it, the final mix on studio speakers. For me, I'm very much like, I have to get a good pair of headphones on and listen to a band's final, because whenever Moxie sends me stuff, I have to hear it on headphones. We appreciate that, (laughs) because not everybody does that. What do you mean? Like, not everybody listens to our song when we go, hey, can you can you check this out? They'll yeah. just listen on on laptop speakers, and yeah, it's like, speaker. yeah, it's like you're not getting the full effect of it. You're you're kind oh, okay, of, yeah. you know. But I appreciate that that you say, oh, let me go get a good pair of headphones and listen to this. Well, because for me, is like I ninety li- percent of my music listening when I'm not driving is with headphones. Like I, I never just <laughs> listen to to something off the computer speakers or my iPhone speaker or whatever because it's like, why would I? I always plug in headphones. Right. You know, like most reasonable people should. Right. You know, so that's why for you, what what's your method of like listening back to a track to get the full feel of it and be able to say yay or nay? Well, I'm sure Moxie and I are going to have the same answer on this. <laughs> we listen everywhere. We listen in the car. We listen on headphones. We listen on Apple headphones. We listen everywhere. Bluetooth headphones yeah. everywhere. And then we go we kind of just take collectively because, again, every, you know, car speakers are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be different slightly. Yeah. So and then you take into account like oh that guitar solo didn't really cut through on in the car, mm-hmm. but in my car I realized that I'm like that didn't really cut very well and then I listened in another car and your your vocal sounded great my guitar sounded fine yeah so it totally depends and so I like to listen everywhere because I figure I yeah. can't guess what somebody's gonna listen on you know it could be their phone it could be their car so yeah. you know we kind of go from there but mainly car and headphones for me before so moral of the story. Don't listen to music on laptop speakers. <laughs> Sorry. Basically, I didn't yeah. mean to bash on anybody who does that. But. Yeah, Greg. Whoa, who's Greg? Who's Greg? I don't know which Greg I'm thinking of, <laughs> but it's not the one you're thinking of. I only know one Greg. I know four. You know four? That's a lot of Gregs. It's, yeah. That's like too many Gregs. <laughs> one Greg is too many Gregs. <laughs> uh, very cool. So as we wrap up our conversation with Sydney Allen yeah. and Moxie Ann. Mostly Sydney Allen. Mo- mo- well, I mean, she's an important person here. Yeah. Um, you are. <laughs> yeah. You are our special guest. Okay. Special. You- <laughs> but, Mo- hey, you- but Moxie's like, who's supposed to be the star of the show here? Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I did it because I was humble. <laughs> oh, I just outed myself. I'm <laughs> I see what you did. You're tricky. She gets the truth out of people. You can't bring me on here when I'm best friends with 
Lexi. Yeah. Lexi. I thought we were best friends. We are. Uh, this is an awkward ending. Everyone, ending. you can be best. Okay, no, you Sydney, cannot. Sydney, no. we need you to clear up a question no, for us. No, you cannot. This is my. I am. <laughs> I, I am saying this right now. I know I'm being a little rude here, but the answer is no, you cannot. Sydney, we have a very important question okay, for wait, you. I don't like pressure. <laughs> I'm putting me under pressure right now. Okay, hold on. We're going to do hashtag Team Moxie, hashtag Team Ruben on this, okay? This for our is, listeners, we want to hear it. news to me. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sydney, can you be best friends with multiple people? Yes. No, you cannot! <laughs> yes, you can. No, you cannot! Yes, you can, because, because when Moxie went away to music school, I had to accept that she was going to make a lot of friends. And I would be over here by myself. You and gave I'd me okay. one condition, but but, but I, had to, I had to consider that our friendship is something different, and, and it's you know been what seven years, yeah. and she's going to make new friends. And you gave me, okay. you did give me one rule, which is don't find another blonde. Did I say that? You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cause you well, I didn't. And she and she hasn't. Ha- she has no blonde friends. I'm sure I was joking. Number one, <laughs> I did not say. I don't remember saying that. Um, yeah. Well, because then I then I'd be jealous. <laughs> like, wait, who's this other blonde girl who probably also plays guitar? Who is this? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. And then she, she starts is- a band with her. Yeah, uh, see, that's why I said that. I don't think I could ever... No. There's a reason Sydney and I work so well together, and it's because... Because she's blonde? No, it's because neither of us are really girls in our heads. <laughs> We're not divas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just... Yeah. Girl bands. To follow up on Moxie's <laughs> ridiculous question, and Sydney's even more ridiculous answer, I, I refuse to say that you can have more than one best friend. And why is that, Ruben? Because best is definite, definitive. That's what I meant to say. You know, like this is the best cheesecake I ever had. You can't go someplace else and then also have the best cheesecake you've ever had. You have to have one of them has right. to be the best. Right, but at you the can same have time... multiple good friends. You can have <laughs> layers of friends who are close to my best friend. But not my best friend. I only have one. <laughs> now you're just like going around. <laughs> I only have one best friend. Is it me? I am not going to answer that on air. Oh, I bet it's my Uh-oh. dad. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> I only have one best friend. No, I I think your answer's wrong though. I think you're wrong. I think we're going to debate this because we're until the end episode. of times, yeah. yeah. Because you have friends from from when you were you know really young, like let's say like seven and eight, yeah. And those people st- you know hopefully stick with you for for a long time. Maybe you have one person you've known for a long time, and then another. They've all time turned that, on me. Well, see that that's another issue here. <laughs> that maybe therapy? Or do we have time for therapy? Not right now. Oh, okay. No, okay. Sydney has to leave. <laughs> um, that, that was so like. That was rude. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, she doesn't want to sit here while we work out our problems. <laughs> but at the same time, in another area of your life or another time in your life, you find another friend for for another reason. And for us, it was. But that's you know, that's music. different than being best friends, because yeah. I believe best yeah. friends can transcend the t- the difference between you know. I believe that you can have people who are a best friend for that time period. You know, like yeah. I had a, I had a best friend in elementary school who I knew for about fifteen years. Uh, and then when we graduated high school, we never talked to each other ever again. Right. But I, I have friends who I consider dear friends, not my best friends, who've lasted all throughout, throughout that. But there's only one person who, I, when I look back at 
and say, oh, who's my best friend? I don't go, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is my best friend. So-and-so is my best friend. So-and-so is my I have one definite best friend. It's definitive. It's not open-ended. You can't have two number ones. Why not? Because there's only one number one spot. <laughs> And you both agree with me. You're just being stubborn. <laughs> no, I have so I many it. arguments right now, Uh-oh. actually. I see your point. I see it, but... And you agree. Thank you no. very much. Sydney Allen, everybody. I'm going to be sued for this. All right. Yeah. Uh, tell people where they can follow you on social media and all that uh, stuff. Social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Sydney Ellen Music. All Perfect. You have a website? Yes. SydneyEllen.com. It's an awesome website. Very cool. So uh, for people who, who uh, want to get to know you a little bit more... Okay. Okay. I have a couple random non-music, non-professional questions for you. I don't know okay. if I can answer any of those if they're non-music related. <laughs> that's they're, all I do. It's, it's your. It's your. She's got a one-track mind. It's the, and, the, and dogs, and that's it. Wait, you Animals. only have a one-track mind? I don't know. How many tracks are in your songs? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, okay. So, what do you do when you're not playing music? Like, like, what's one thing you do to get away from? Not saying that music is. Something you have to stressful, get away from. like 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 it's not like a nine to five job where like you just like, oh my god I can't wait to get away from the no, office. No, just, well, I mean I'm sure you have those moments too, but like like what do you do outside of music to decompress? Right, right. Well, again, playing guitar all day, you know, eventually you're like, hold up, I've been playing guitar for hours and yeah. this day I need to take a step back and not play. Um, like play drums. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I can't, I can't multitask. Uh, but I go to Disneyland or Universal, and that's it. Which one do you prefer? Universal. Okay. Well, wait. I don't know. Universal. Yes. That's. that's you know, yeah. we all had Universal passes. And all, we didn't go. All we at the did. same time. Yeah. For about six go. months. I can't believe it. I would have gone anytime. You guys should have just told me. I'm sorry. Anytime. I, well, it was Moxie's <laughs> schedule. It was messing everything up. It is my schedule. Um, but we'll That's do it. Lit- we can do it. When you get when you get back from vacation, and if you have time over the summer, and if oh, I'm yeah. not broke, well, <laughs> if this show <laughs> makes me money, then we'll. Uh, I know. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, all different things. things. Well, we should go for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I can. I need uh, a butter beer. Thank, thank you again for doing this. Thanks for having me. Now get out of my studio. <laughs> See ya. And we're back. That was uh, our incredible conversation with Sydney Ellen, former guitar player for Moxie uh, and the Influence. Mostly just Moxie. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, but we, also the influence. We pretty much do everything together. Ribbon, what did you think of the interview? I thought it was really good. I, I was really, I was really happy that uh, Sydney put up with my my BS uh, for the first <laughs> couple minutes of the show. And I, I love Sydney. She's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I am so excited to be one of the backers on her Indiegogo campaign, and I'm looking forward to to hearing. Uh, Imperfect, the EP that she's working on, and hopefully gets completely funded. Uh, and if you would like to, to to participate and be a part of that, link in the description down below, and uh, there might actually be a link up on our Facebook page as well. And I yes. Think, I think we're gonna pimp it out on our Instagram today as well. I think she has like what six days left or something, give or take. I, yeah, she may have a little bit longer. I'm not sure, but make sure that you go follow her on Facebook, Sydney Ellen at Sydney Ellen Music on Facebook and Instagram. Um, just make sure that you go support her. Uh, if you go to Indiegogo.com uh, and just search Sydney Ellen in there, you can find her donate tab. Um, and I can I can vouch for some of the material that she's working on. It is actually it's like so killer and i can't wait for the world to hear it but you got to donate if you want to hear it 
Yeah, but please and and do it. Uh, we're not sales. We're not salespeople here. We're not pitchmen, but we believe in this project and we believe yes. in this product. And uh, go support get, my best friend. Yeah, go support our friend. Like, come on, this is what this show's all about: supporting our friends. Uh, you know what else this show's about? What? April Fool's pranks. Yes. Holy so many. Show is. There's so many great ones. Uh, see, <laughs> this show was was essentially one giant April Fool's joke that uh, turned out to be an April Fool's joke on its own because we decided to pull an April Fool's joke about an April Fool's joke, and we're actually starting a podcast. Wow, that was complicated to say. That was a lot of words. Are that you was okay? A lot of words. I'm out of breath. I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a stroke, I think. But let's talk about some of our favorite pranks over the years. April Fool's over the last couple of years, especially in the year of the Internet, has become a, a holiday where companies like to pull pranks on their customers. Which I think is wonderful. It's hilarious. I really love this. So um, we have a couple of our favorites. Uh, we're going to publish this list as well on thebestfriendshow.com. Moxie, which of these are your favorite? So if we're looking at this uh, this article from worldwideinterweb.com, um, I think I got to say just right off the bat, my favorite is Taco Bell buys the Liberty Bell that's back my, in 1996. That's one yeah. All right. Tell me about this. Um, so they announced that they had purchased the Liberty Bell and renamed it the Taco Liberty Bell, um, which I just I just love because of my newfound love for tacos. But also, I love that they literally it looks like they released a press release about it. And I think that's awesome. They said, well, some may find this controversial. We hope our move will prompt other corporations to take similar action to do their part to reduce the country's debt. So not only are they supporting tacos, they are philanthropists. And yeah, I mean, they want to help the country. They I want mean, to help. the. I mean, it's the biggest nonprofit in the world, the United States of America. Yeah. Who could argue with that? Lots of people. Trust me, they're going to in the comments. <laughs> If you disagree with Taco Bell buying the Liberty Bell, let us know on our Facebook page. Or if you disagree with anything that we're saying, just. <laughs> now, do you remember, uh, I think it was like two years ago, uh, In-N-Out pranked the world by saying they added something called Piggy Style. Oh, my gosh, I remember that. That one's not on this official list. No, but, it's not. But I do remember... It was like three years ago, I think they announced that In-N-Out, which is notorious for being a very simple-minded company uh, or single-minded or whatever the actual <laughs> phrasing is. Sorry, Mox. Uh, but so they've always had – I mean, it's cheeseburgers, and all you can add to it is – you know, lettuce, tomato, cheese, and multiple patties. Like, mm -hmm. they don't, they're not like most burger places that will let you add bacon or chili or any of that other stuff. Like, the most fancy they'll get is throwing on some grilled onions. So, they announced a couple of years ago, as an April Fool's joke, that they were going to do something called piggy style, which allowed <sighs> people to uh, add bacon onto their burgers. That honestly sounds amazing. Can you, you know what? We should take, we should take our own bacon to In N Out one day. And add it to a burger and see how it tastes. Can we? We should Didn't, totally do it. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. actually. And we'll film it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, and that actually takes me to one of the other things on this list, yeah. which is a college humor prank back in 2010. Um, 
In 2010, the king of internet pranks, College Humor, pulled their cruelest prank to date, announcing that In-N-Out Burger was finally coming to New York City. Oh, wow. Oh, I just, I feel so bad for those poor New York New Yorkers. Well, they have Shake Shack. Yeah, that's true. We don't have that out here, do we? We do now. Yeah? Yeah, there's a, I think there's one in L.A. and there's one in Vegas, I believe. Nice. We should go next week on Thursday. Yeah? Yeah, if, if we get out in time. But sorry, Mox and I have plans on Thursday to go see Craig Ferguson, so we're, we're planning our dinner plans as well. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Super excited. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, let's do one last one here, Moxie. All uh, right. I think one – let's do one more each, okay? Okay. Uh, I have to say that my all-time favorite on this list has to be the left-handed Whopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Burger King has got some really good ones over the years. Uh, a couple of years ago, they put out the hands-free Whopper. Mm-hmm. But the lefty, I am a lefty. I am a left-handed person. Wait, you're so a lefty? It is, it is a bad, well, you don't know I was a lefty? I didn't know you were a lefty. Oh what my the hell? God. Oh, my God. Oh. I am a lefty. Well, uh, good for you. I, I need I, a lot of things. Do you need applause? Like I do need applause. Left-handed applause. The applause, applause, applause. I can't hurt the applause, applause. Anyways, I'm done with my Lady Gaga. Uh, Burger King published a full-page advertisement in the April 1st edition of USA Today, announcing the introduction of a new item to their menu: a left-handed Whopper, special designed for the 32 million left-handed Americans. I happen to be one of them, Moxie. Oh uh, man! According to the advertisement, the new Whopper included the same. <laughs> the, the new Whopper included the same ingredients as the original Whopper: lettuce, tomato, hamburger patty, etc. But all, the, <laughs> but all the condiments were rotated 180 degrees for the benefits of the left-handed customers. <laughs> the following day, Burger King released a follow-up release revealing that although the left-handed Whopper was a hoax. Thousands of customers have gone into the restaurants requesting the new sandwich. <laughs> According to the press release, many others requested their own right-handed version. Now, Gosh. let me tell you something. As a left-handed person, there are not enough left-handed accommodations in this world. We need this burger. Why do you need a left-handed burger? Because our left hand is our dominant hand. You could just hold a right-handed burger with your left hand. No, you cannot. It's circular. That is sacrilegious. Oh, my gosh. That is you know, sacrilegion. I I know it wasn't – I don't believe it was an April Fool's prank, but talking about food companies and everything just reminds me of our IHOP video that we did last year. <laughs> we, yeah, we uh, were very happy to do this. I do believe it was an April Fool's joke. Was it? I mean, I'm going to double check right now. Okay. Um, no, that was in July. Yeah, I didn't think it was an April Fool's joke. Okay, it was mind. just kind of a joke. It was a random thing that happened. It was so weird. If I mean, if you remember, I hop, I hop, like everybody was just very confused for several days. It, it, well, for almost a month, I think they, I think they were officially I hop for, uh, for well over a month. Yeah. And we were lucky enough. To go down to uh, – do you want to tell people about this? Yeah. So um, thanks to Ruben J and Multimedia Mouth and the IHOP in – IHOP, sorry. Um, where was the location? It was uh, Fullerton. Yeah. They were lucky. Uh, we were very lucky. And they, <laughs> they were lucky enough to They have. were lucky. <laughs> um, 
they were so, so great to invite us down to the Fullerton location, and we got to taste test, uh, how many burgers was it? Four, right? Six? Six? There were six burgers. There was the, the original, there was the cowboy, there was the breakfast, there was the chili con carne one, uh, there was the... Um, there were so many, and they were so good. Were, I mean, let me tell you this. I like... You've seen me, Moxie. You've seen how large I am of a person. I am a hamburger connoisseur. Okay? Yes. IHOB had incredible burgers, and it wasn't an April Fool's joke, but it was a prank that kept on giving us great results. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was so much fun. And these burgers were literally bigger than my head. Um, and so- we have a video of it. Yeah, go check it out on uh, YouTube, Trying IHOP's New Steak Burgers. You need to try these IHOP burgers. It was with you and me and Mr. O-Time and Gondola Greg. Yeah, Gondola Greg's a great friend of the show. Oh, yes. Superb. We love love Greg, Gondola Greg. For the record, that wasn't the Greg I was talking about in the middle of the show when we were talking about talking to Sydney. I was not talking about Gondola Greg. I love Gondola Greg. (laughs) Me too. You you better. Yeah. Your life kind of depends on it. Um, it does. <laughs> Moxie, this was a great show. Okay. <laughs> I guess it wasn't a great show, guys. We'll see you next week. Sorry, you said this is a great show, and I just wasn't sure what to say. Um, usually you agree or disagree is usually a good place to start. Yeah. Ruben, this was a absolutely wonderful experience and i hope we get to do this again before next week i hope so too (laughs) we have like six days to record a new episode yeah i don't Uh, know but you know what we want to hear from you the the listeners but do us a favor we are uh we are on the google play store by the time this episode comes out we should also be in the apple podcast store as well uh and probably in multiple other apps in the process, I know for a fact that once we're on iTunes, we'll be on Downcast and, and pretty much anywhere uh, podcasts are, are streamed. Yep. But please, subscribe to us on the Google Play Store. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Sign up for our mailing list. But more importantly, give us a five-star review in all those places. Give us a five-star review on Facebook. It helps us out. It helps our advertisers out a lot as well. It, yes. It's a big deal. Please, please, please give us a five-star review. Leave us a comment as well. But more importantly, if you would like to ask us a question, because we want this to be interactive, okay, we have an email address. The email address is questions at thebestfriendshow.com. Send us random questions, whatever it is. It can be funny. It can be serious. You can ask us for advice. You can ask us to – maybe Moxie will write you a song. I could do my best. Yeah. Maybe I'll write you a rap. With my own beatbox. Maybe let's not do that. But maybe we should. <laughs> if the people ask for it. You know, sometimes people ask for things that they don't actually need. But they want it. Like Please free health care. Ask, if you're listening to this, ask for anything but that. Please. But seriously, send us an email with a question, uh, a comment. We want to hear from you guys. We're going to do some Q&As over the next couple of uh, episodes as well, uh, plus play some games. Maybe Moxie will eat some tacos. Oh, yes.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.